good people. It's Reg. It's Stone. And it's our 45 of the Grammys. Oh my goodness. Next up, we've got Taylor Swift doing a ukulele rendition of My Country Tis of Thee featuring Lil Nas X tap dancing and rapping at the same time. After that, there'll be a collaboration with the Deftones doing the heavy metal version of Happy Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, why, why are we do this to ourselves? Because I realized, and here's the thing, I actually love the Grammys, and I'm going to tell a story. I remember back okay. in the days when I was growing up, and for some reason, my father had a weird, I won't say he was a music lover per se, Yeah. but I guess for some reason, he actually likes award shows. And now, don't get me wrong, there, was, there are better award shows <laughs> by a large margin. But there's something about hate watching the bad performances on the Grammys that is just like, Mwah. it's just, it's it's a beautiful thing to watch this, this shit show every year because it somehow always manages to be entertaining in the worst possible way. Yeah. So I'm all right. So I started writing a whole diatribe about the Grammys. So yeah, just spoiler alert: we're talking about the Grammys yes. today. Um, that happened uh, yesterday, uh, and so. Now that, uh, so basically what happened prior to the Grammys was that uh, the Deborah Duggan, uh, who was the former head of the Recording Academy, uh, you know, came out and said, you know what, it's all fake. It's all payola, it's all sham, it's all, you know, like backroom deals, all the nominations, all the award shows, it's all fake. And I thought, you know, I was hoping that that would hit harder. And it did not. It just kind of like made a little blip in the mark in like you know the public consciousness, and it kind of went away. And I'm not surprised, just because America likes its institutions and it likes its stodgy white people, old white men making decisions. Agreed. Um, having that said, I didn't mind. Like I used to love award shows back in the day, and I just I've started to boycott them more and more, and I just. Part of it is because of the lack of diversity. The other part is like, I don't have a fucking time anymore. God damn it, dog. You know? That was like fucking four hours. Yeah. Jesus. But having that said, I and up until the point where I just started getting sleepy, I didn't mind the <laughs> Grammys last night. But you know why? Because basically, now that we know it's all a sham, it's basically just like professional wrestling. Oh, good, good. That, that's actually, that is so on point. I am kind of laughing. <laughs> That's all it is at this point. It's just it's just WWE yeah, at this no, point. It's, 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 you know, it's it's like you, we all know that you know all you know Billy Eilish weird collaborations, yeah. random guys coming into the ring you know, for no like, real reason. Like Billy Eilish's people dropped a boatload of money and you know who knows what like a container load of like you know the finest Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she gets to sweep the all the top Ooh. categories. You know, so. At this point, like nothing surprises me anymore, and yeah, it's just it's entertainment at this point, and it makes sense because if you think about think about how just in general shady the industry has been with PL and everything else. Obviously, the record, the fucking award shows have to be scammed, so it's not even that surprising. It's just the idea. I guess we were under the guise of where this is prestige, supposed to be this, supposed to be that, but no, it's the same bullshit you normally get. Yeah, yeah. but but you know what? The, the the thing that sucks is you know you know I worked in the music industry and I work with artists and you know. I, and it sucks because uh, artists like they see a Grammy win as a coveted thing. It's it's like the top of their profession to win a Grammy. Even like people in the 
lesser categories or like the genre categories like even winning a grammy is like a huge thing to a lot of people it can make a career like putting grammy nominated or grammy winner on your like flyer or whatnot gets you in the door so it's, it's always, like a, oh, it's always a boost because yeah. you're on tv your name gets announced people yeah. go there oh what is this and download or listen yeah, yeah. and that's the, the and that's the thing that like really pisses me off is the fact that it is such a sham but you know unfortunately it's what artists buy into because again it is the epitome of like being a recording artist is to win a grammy and a lot of, like even people who are like not from the states winning a grammy is a huge 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 deal and even you know i've like gone to Grammy events and things like that. I'm like, hey, you know, congratulations on your nomination. And I re- like see artists like just really proud that they were Grammy nominated. And that's what really pisses me off about the Grammys is because you have so many people buying into this bullshit. Um, and it could be something that could be all about merit <laughs> and all about, you know, like performance and things like that. But it's not. Yeah. And it's fucked up. It's the idea of where it's one of the few award shows where obviously not, not televised, but they, you know, people who don't normally get recognition get recognition. You engineers, people who do packaging, all this other stuff. So it's kind of fucked up where, like, like you said, is even though it kind of markets itself as this, like, we're doing prestigious stuff. We're we're here about music, the science of music, you know, the professionalism, of music, musicianship, all this, this the quality, and it's just fucking a, a pop, popularity fucking stunt. Whereas everybody's fucking petitioning for people behind behind the scenes with cash dollars. It's un, it's unfortunate. Yeah, and I mean the only thing that's it's been good for generally is the idea of and like you said it it kind of what kind of depressed me about the Grammys is that it should be a space to kind of amplify and kind of capture the cultural zeitgeist and it feels like it never do that like this I've never like all right so you have the year end list right so the year end list I kind of go through it I hit all the blogs Rolling Stone even everybody you know even the pop culture vulture magazines and it gives me an idea of what's happening in the world what's happening music wise movie yeah. wise yeah so what's weird is the Grammys should be that for music like if I am an outsider I should have to kind of sit at the Grammys find out what's big at jazz find out what's big in rock find out what's big in whatever genre and it never is it's always like the most hackneyed boring choices and like it's kind of crazy because you know and we're gonna kind of go into the show itself sadly enough probably the only thing they do that's quote-unquote edgy and it's edgy in a horrible way are probably the performances and and it's and it's not the fact that they're actually edgy it's just because like they're just so intentionally poor choices that they become kind of entertaining in their own right everything else is just basically things you expect Billie Eilish winning all of it is a surprise but at the same time it's not a big surprise because Billie Eilish or Ariana Grande at the end of the day is that much of a difference like, you know, it's, yeah, no, it's... no, definitely, definitely. And I know we're going to talk about Billy later. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and I think that's the thing. It's just there are no surprises anymore. Yeah. Like there's nothing that the Grammys can do to kind of, you know, and they tried this year. Like they they really tried. They had a little Nas X. They had Lizzo, uh, you know, who killed it, by the way. Yeah, killed it. You yeah. know, they she, had, she was somebody where I felt like, and that's the thing, years ago, that would have been a Grammy-making performance, yeah. but it fallen so off so much. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like they try to, in the performance aspect, like, highlight, like, these are the trends of the year. Billie Eilish, Ariana performed, you know, like, even, like, Rosalia, who I know you have problems with. We'll talk about that. Yeah, I love hate. Uh, you, know. you know what I'm saying? Highlight me, boo. But, uh, but you know, girls. so, at least, they, like, I guess they tried, mm. but again, like, it's not reflective 
reflected in the actual award totals. It's not reflected in, you know, the the actual like, you know, like the the trophies that are taken home. You know, and I think that's like the the biggest issue. It's like they're they're doing a lot of placating um to like where the culture is going, but they're they're not ready yet to like actually embrace you know, like where the culture is. I think Billie Eilish, and I know we're going to talk about Billie, but she's actually kind of interesting because she is the archetype of a traditional pop star, but she's edgy enough that they can say, hey, we're catering to the youth and the hip-hop crowd. Yeah, agreed. It's like this weird combination that just kind of works in in, in this way. Um, So I'm not surprised that she, like, swept all the awards. I thought, like... Lizzo was going to split an award with her, but again, like I'm not surprised that Lizzo lost the major awards either. Um, but she didn't do that bad. She, she could have been totally locked out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she got what, like two, three, two or three, I believe. Yeah, yeah three. I think it was in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, she didn't. She didn't do that bad. But you know, it's just one of those things where um, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's 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 there's no surprises, and they they they're not going to be edgy, and they shouldn't even try anymore. And I think like a part of them just realize that. And like they had some edgy performances, but outside of that, it's the same old shit. Yeah, like why even try? Yeah, you know. So, uh, you know what? Let's go down the list. We have a little list here. A little list. Um, should we? Just, uh, we'll start with the positives. Let's let's start. With, so so I'll start from the easy one. Tyler the Creator. Yes. Um, Tyler, obviously, in in, in a lot, it's hard. You know, if you're amped up dancing, doing a lot of shit, obviously breath control is hard. So Tyler was out there rasping. Yeah. <laughs> barely singing, barely rapping a lot of the times up until the end of performance where he just went pure on fucking punk rage. But, you know, the voice men, the intro, the the, the, the the Tyler clones, which I feel like it was a shout out to Eminem in a weird way. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. you know, the performance wise, as far as energy and ed- energy and edgy. He nailed it. Like, that's what I look for in a fucking award show ceremony where it's like, hey, you've got all this money. You've got all these eyes. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to sit there and have fucking, you know, like, are you going to have this, like, you know, a cheesy guitar solo of a guy of hair and a couple of fucking live instruments and just fucking go through a generic ass top 10 hit? Or are you going to bring something crazy? And he brought something crazy. Yeah, no, definitely. And I was actually surprised that they invited Tyler. I think they had to just because Igor... Was well, the number one album? Yeah, you know, it's like so they could not recognize it in some way, um, and and we'll talk about like how they recognized it. But I was surprised that they 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 kind of let him do his thing. Um, you know, of course they had to do the whole mashup thing, and like Boys to Men is just kind of there. Yeah, which is weird because I was like, <laughs> why are they in front of a hobo can on fire? You know, like they're homeless. Yeah, mm. and like Charlie Wilson was actually. Amazing. Yeah, but Charlie like, Wilson is Charlie as, know. as Connie knows. <laughs> what Connie was saying. Um, you know, need I, that little that little extra oomph. Wilson's there. <laughs> Part of me is like I, I like originally I just thought that, you know, because like let's jump back and say, first off, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. Yes. That's fucking insane. Yes. And we were talking about this earlier and I have a lot of thoughts about that. Maybe it's another podcast, but a quick side story, by the way, I want to throw in there. Do you think the idea of with the Duggan like revelation? Do you think Kobe kind of? I felt like if it wasn't for Kobe's death, you might have seen a little bit more because like that was such a focus. I have a suspicion that you would have had at least somebody see something 
as far as what was happening in the Grammys and the inter, inner turmoil, if it wasn't Kobe's kind of night in a weird way. Yeah, well, that's something you know we could talk about too. Yeah. You know, because it's really interesting with the with the Deborah Dugan thing. Mm-hmm. Like, no artists are stepping up, and that's not surprising. But you know, I know Puffy during the week kind of like said oh, some he, stuff he, in the mid five hour rants. Yeah, started and, flaming them. And yeah, maybe that did temper it, and yeah. like maybe you know, maybe even tempered somebody like uh, a Tyler. You know, but what I was, I was about to say about boys to men was just like you know they showed up for the the, the it's so hard to say goodbye uh a little basic tribute to uh to kobe r.i.p um and i kind of thought like well maybe they just flew them in <laughs> from motown philly for that and then you see them you know just kind of randomly put there with charlie wilson who uh, again like out saying the fuck out of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know and I think, like, but again, going back to Tyler, like, they let Tyler do his thing for, the like, 80% of the show. Like, Tyler's probably like, okay, cool. You want to do this weird mashup shit that you do every year? Cool. Like, want to have them at the beginning <laughs> singing, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, in the alley, and then I'm going to do my thing. Um, and, yeah, it was, it's one of those things, too, where, like, I'm glad Tyler didn't, like, like try to change him, himself oh, yeah, for absolutely. this crowd. yeah. It's something where it's like if you mess with Tyler, you understand where he's coming from. There's a lot of people uh, just like looking out on Twitter and everything. Like, like either people got the energy, maybe they didn't get the mu- music, or they didn't get it at all, right? And I feel like that's what music should be sometimes. Agreed. And it's you something know? where, and I'll be honest with you, uh, like you know, I liked Igor. I don't remember. It, I don't. I played it maybe for a week or two, and I kind of fell away. But like watching those performances, I was like, oh fuck, Earthquake and fucking I, I, Black Magic. And I was like, ah shit, I need to kind of go back to it. And, yeah. I, and I think it's important where you know, in this era of where we're kind of bombarded with music, it's weird to kind of have like almost be introduced to it by fucking a live performance and like yeah like i'm like oh shit i have to add it back to my fucking you know my little fucking stream shit because i kind of missed the album yeah mm. and igor is one of those albums where i listened to it i was like oh this is cool but like when you start diving into it and like looking at the story mm. and like all these other layers and the fact that like the first note and the last note of the album are, are the same note yeah. it's supposed to be like repetitive and that's supposed to be a part of the story like once you start like digging into it it's like oh shit this is deep as fuck you know um, but yeah, no, so much props to Tyler. Um, and then also props to Tyler for calling it the Grammys out on this, their shit. Yep. We, we basically said that the, the, the category of urban is basically the N word. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like he won for the best rap album. Yeah. Which, you know, it's Igor, kind of a stretch. Igor is not rap. Yeah. You know, kind of a stretch for by a large margin actually yeah and it's just one of those things where like why isn't he in the alternative category and like you know and (laughs) like that's where the album should be to be honest like that's that's exactly where the album should be like maybe urban alternative whatever the fuck that means but like why is it up against you know uh what was it was in that category like vampire weekend and like Bonnie Bear, like why is it like it and not it in that category? It's 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 not to be funny. It's much more closer to those sonically than it is to anything that was big hip hop this year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like like Tyler, if you put that record against the baby or against fucking Vampire Weekend, it belongs more Vampire Weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, props for Tyler for yeah. calling that out. Yeah. Um. And uh, what else is there? So what else? I guess Rosalia. <laughs> and here's the thing. I actually don't mind. 
So I got introduced to Rosalia basically through, I think it was her second album, because the first album was all flamenco. Um, second album was the one where it's basically the same kind of idea, where it's more, you know, Spanish traditional music, but with very sparse beats. We both, I yeah. think, gush over that album. Since then, she went from a, a young, promising, you know, um, Spanish woman from Spain, European, to a Dominican reggaeton rapper. <laughs> yeah. And while this performance kind of nodded more towards her original roots, and, and the thing is, I, I kind of go back to the ideas, I don't really hate her. I just hate the idea of where, you know, like everything else, you've got this movement where reggaeton is kind of making, you know, Latin trap, reggaeton is making this big comeback, selling bazillions of records everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's in places where I go to fucking clubs now. There's like regular like fucking like, you know, hipster bars and shit and you'll have fucking Bad Bunny randomly playing. Yeah. I went to the Bad Bunny show. It was crazy. Yeah. So you've got this kind of movement driven specifically by Latinx. Yeah. And for some reason, again, going back to the music industry, you see them giving, selling me this woman who kind of doesn't fit any of those categories. Yeah. Like, she's not even from fucking Latin America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where it gets weird. That said, she's very talented. And and the sad thing is, I'll take whatever I can fucking get from the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll take any 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 morsel of ma- multiculturalism, I'll fucking take. <laughs> and so as far as that's concerned, to have her go out there, do her thing, do it solidly for a presumably all-white audience... I'm fucking happy. Yeah, like I, I, I didn't think her performance was the best of the night, but like I, I generally enjoy Rizalia. I generally enjoy like what she's trying to bring. Um, I'm not a fan of the, like her like Latin traps. Her work. being Dominican now. Yeah, yeah like, like, <laughs> like just like the music itself, which is is very you know kind of I don't know uh, reductive. It's not even but, that good for as yeah, far as it's, not, it's, it's not that it's good. It's just like her hopping on remixes. It's, but, it's the, she's the pit bull of fucking yeah, Latin trap. But I'm also like get the bag, you know? True. Those Very are true. hundreds of millions of streams. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very true. Very true. No lies detected. Um, I, it's going to be very interesting to see like her career evolve because I think she, she still wants to kind of be that traditional flamenco like artist. But I think she also, and I don't know, I'm a, maybe I'm putting words in her mouth, whatever. I think she's also realizing to break in the States, like the States don't know about Spain, Spain. So she's going to have to kind of readjust, you know, how people see her and maybe, you know, play on our ignorance, you know, because a lot of people don't know she's from Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona. Barcelona. Um, you know, and, and, you know, when you look at some of her videos, like I went through a wormhole of hers, like her old videos are very much like I'm from Barcelona. Like this is like the neighborhood I grew up in. Like I grew up in a neighborhood of truck drivers. My daddy was a truck driver. Like, you know, she's very about that life. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Like it's, it's almost like she has this path that's like, you know, you can kind of be authentic or you can kind of be a pop star the in the dark States. side yeah and jedi or sith you know and again like like the the machine is kind of baking her up as like the next big thing and we'll see what happens yeah and i wonder about that also because to me it was interesting that she went to her roots because her roots didn't really get her there per se it was more of a crossover work yeah arguably is the yeah. her, her big wave so and the thing is even when i even when, even from that one record I, and we both loved it. I was like, oh, I, I was in my mind. I'm just like, oh, she's doing a lot of arty shit here. It'd be interesting to see how this translates for higher art for like even the Grammys. I won't say I was imagining it particularly, but I was like, oh, this is a lane of like, let's say, and I don't want to kind of like blow smoke up her ass, but like you know, your Tom Yorks, 
your Bjorks, this idea of where we're taking these traditional ideas and kind of melding it into new ways. Because not to be funny, it, it, it was that album was a revelation. You had this traditional music with yeah. these really parred down, stripped down trap beats where it's basically almost just like not even like it, it's like it was just a it was just a revelation of production everything put together and it was just nice also something that you would not expect to kind of go mainstream yeah hence why she's Dominican now which is fine <laughs> but is the idea of where like this is this lane was perfect for her to kind of show her best talents where she's really good at yeah I'm hoping that with the the eyeball seeing her like you said doing her Barcelona stuff doing like hey you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm middle class from like fucking you know Europe and it's in a country that's not necessarily super rich yada 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 yeah. that gets more of a focus than her hanging out with Bad Bunny you know I don't know when, when that bag comes calling. I know I'll be out there. I'll be speaking Spanish. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll have the fucking I'll be, be me and Drake in the video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Eating platanos, chilling. Get the bag, girl. Chilling. <laughs> what, what else was there? Let's let's uh, go into the the Prince tribute. Do yeah. we have to? Uh, you know. <sighs> so again, I, look. I'm not looking for the Grammys to do a decent Prince tribute, that right? Was, uh, like, I, I'm looking for the BET Awards to do a decent <laughs> Prince tribute. I will not tune in to, to the Grammys to, for a decent Prince tribute. I thought the choice of Usher was interesting, and I also feel like Usher, he did as much as he could with what he was given. It's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Because the problem with the Prince tribute is the fact of where, and going to your idea... Like, like if you if the right group of people could best definitely make a great Prince tribute, if you know, if you know culturally what he represents, the problem with the Grammys is the fact of they they don't know like, you know, they know Purple Rain Prince. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying that's the problem, and yeah. and and for them it's just Bombast, it's just fucking guitar solos, is this, is that, is rock star Prince, where Prince is a much bigger artist than that kind of cliche. Yeah. And the problem is, as a result, they kind of follow him into the same kind of generic ass, like, here's this artist, here's that artist, we're going to do this all together. Whereas it's like, like you know, all right, cool, Usher was there, and he tried his best, but it was he was up to fail. Like, you, you have fucking FKA Twigs, which, again, we've talked about her before, I could... I could imagine the issues there, but it's weird to have her on stage and just basically just dancing on the pole. Yeah, you know, it's, that it's, was that was it's insulting almost. And then apparently she kind of said some stuff where she was like, "They didn't ask me to sing," and then she had to say, "Well, she didn't want to sing." It was something weird, but like it was just awkward. And at the end of the day, it's something where you could just had a Prince tribute with Sheila E and her friends. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, like give Sheila E some numbers, but like here, his access to our database. <clears throat> Whoever you want to call up, we'll we'll make the phone call, have them show up with you. So it just kind of felt like one of those things to kind of put together because, again, go back to Tyler. I saw that performance and I was like, oh, I love fucking, this is great. You know, this is different. Yeah. I need to go revisit that record. If I was young and I saw that Prince tribute, I'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And, and so, yeah, first off, for FKA Twigs, like, really messed up. Not surprised, though. You know, it's the same... You know, like the guy who's like the producer for the Grammys, Ehrlich. Who, like, yeah, yeah, Ehrlich, who like was beefing with Ariana Grande last year. Ehrlich, or whatever his name you is. You know, yeah. like, like I'm, I'm looking. You know, knowing what I know about him, I'm not surprised. It's just like FK on Twigs on the on the pole. Yeah, right. Um, and you know, Usher again. Like, I, I can't be mad. Like, he tried his best. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't mess it up. Right. And, and he also like didn't like try to be Prince, 
Uh, but you know, he's not hitting those notes. You know, he's wearing those leather pants. Like he can't pull off like, yeah. like Prince leather pants. Sorry, bro. Um, but and it's just like again, it's like a weird choice. I like I, I you know I know Chris Brown's problematic, you know, but um, Janelle Monae I thought would have been really interesting. Janelle Monae would have been good. Would've been you know really what I've done cool. in a weird way? Stunt casting. She couldn't have sung it. Rihanna would have been a fun reinterpretation. Yeah, if, like, he, if you gave her like a breezier Prince song where she could kind of stay in her vocal range, it would have been fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, like there's a, there's a lot of people who I thought would would have been a better choice, and I, I'm actually surprised it was just Usher and FKA. Like yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have 50 people up on stage, yeah. you know, doing the doing the thing. So. Yeah, again, like my expectations are so low. Like I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but did, you know, did you want to talk about the other tribute, um, the Nipsey Hustle slash Kobe tribute? Um, which here's the thing: it's one of those things where the sort of world's so messed up. That when you get a nugget, you get happy for that nugget. Yeah. So all things considered, it was fine. Like, I can't really be me. You know what it is? It, it goes back to, all right, so you know they had the, the first in memoriam, like, towards the end. Yeah. So you have this fucking thing where it's all sad and people die tragically. And you had the Preservation Hall band, jazz band. Yeah. Just there happy to be there. <laughs> and, like... Kind of doing New Orleans well, funeral Trump, but not really because they're just like, oh, we're you know they have them weird. I mean, that's how the jazz funeral is. Yeah, but that's, that's kind of how I want to go out yeah. with a jazz funeral parade. Agreed, but totally, <laughs> it felt totally weird because in a real jazz funeral, it's like a celebration, yada yada yada. Yeah, no. you play this weird, sad music that suddenly it's just like party time, bitch. Yeah, and that's the thing is the idea of where I can't believe really you made me for them to kind of like like shout out Nipsey and fucking Kobe because at least they shout out Nipsey and fucking Kobe. Like it's it's a yeah. fucking improvement. I thought it wasn't as bad as I yeah. thought it would be, and I thought you know like because like uh, the the costuming was like um, Nipsey is a Ghanaian or I'm 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 really messing this up. But yeah. he's like, some kind of African. Yeah. That's not racist at all. By the way, that, that, yeah, that's not, very, not at all. Yeah, no, very no, not problematic. Yeah. Um, but you know, like like and they are Ruthian. I, I think I think but, it's Ruthian actually. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. But like like all the costuming was like kind of the, that traditional like yeah. costume, which is really interesting. And was, I think it was also a, a traditional homegoing costume, which I thought was really interesting. Oh shit, I know that. Yeah. And I think it was like one of those things where it's just very like somebody actually got it. Really <laughs> <laughs> like, turned around for that one second they were like, put this in quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like obviously DJ Khaled just did not need to be there. <sighs> um if it was How is he winning awards by the way? I, <laughs> oh goes back to Theola. Sorry. Did, did you see on. did you see the the Twitter thing? Like not zero awards, Snoop zero Grammys, like you know, DJ Khaled won. <laughs> um but you know it's, it's just like one of those things where they could have messed it up, but I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I wasn't too mad. It's something where obviously it could have been much better. Like going back to the idea where BET would have been, should have nailed it or Soul Train. But like I said, it's the fact that they've tried and it looks like they tried. Yeah. Makes it a win. So I'm not too mad. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess to kind of end the performances, I'll, I'll, I'll hand on a positive note. Um, Ehrlich's swan song, his ode to fame, <laughs> Body Electric. What do you think of that? It was that that last one where it was like fucking Camila Caballo. I do. I was I was asleep by that. Oh, point. you missed this. Oh, so this is what happened, right? <laughs> so, so the man who's who's tortured us for decades with all these really half-assed combination performances. Mm-hmm. It's his last fucking his, his his last his last go around. So apparently, he's they're pushing him out finally. 
Yeah. So he put together a performance which was supposed to be his swan song to music because he, he cares about young musicians. So basically it was another shit show where they basically it's like a whole bunch of random people. It was like Camilla Caballo, uh, Common Rapping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that I, shit. I went to sleep right before that. Oh, no, that. so you yeah. missed nothing because it was very sleep-worthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I, I guess with this is the idea of where, again, entertainingly bad, um, not so horrible that, you know, I have easy jokes, but I think what's kind of cool about that or him leaving is I guess it's a space now for it to be a little bit more traditional. And it's and I kind of wonder if like the Ariana Grande beef last year was kind of part of it too. Because at a certain point, you really... Because all they really have now is live performances. And if you're having a problem putting those together, <laughs> and if you're beefing with those kind of people, maybe it's time for you to step away? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I fell asleep before that. Because, I, I mean, at that point, it was like 11.30. Oh, you know, it, it was it kept them going. I, I think it was on to like fucking 6 in the morning, man. I you just, know, it yeah. Was just, it, was, it kept and, going on. Yeah, and it's like, and it sucked too because I was I was generally entertained by most of the the show. Yeah, and then like again, like eleven, and it's like you haven't announced any of the top four categories, dude. I'm done. But that's why they wanted to wait for him to do it first. They wanted to have his tribute and then yeah. Have the four but you know, like they had like other performances that we probably won't even get. You know, like like look, I love Gary Clark Jr. But like like. He was there. That you was know. the weirdest protest because they bleeped half the words out. Yeah, and it was weird because again, I, well, I, I, I I fuck with funk rock in general, but like it it, it didn't really. It's it's hard to but, have a protest song in a in, a, in basically like a performance that's televised. It probably costs millions of dollars. I mean, it's great that I, I could hear Gary, Gary Clark like like shout like "nigger, don't come here," or whatever yeah. the lyrics are to all like this all white audience. <laughs> But it was just like why, you know, like why um, Alicia Keys don't need new music from you. Just host the show. Mm. Uh, her, oh, we don't need we don't need Alicia Keys because we have her because her apparently is now has gone full Alicia Keys. Um, um, the glasses, the piano, the look. Um, so somebody like on Twitter asked if. Uh, that was Alicia Keys' sister. <laughs> oh, honestly? Yeah. Wow. And, and I would be racist normally and say you're being racist, but they, I could understand the confusion. Yeah. But she's you also just like, she's not as popular as she need like, like the Grammy thinks she is. And uh, look, she put on a really good show and she's an amazing artist. I love seeing her, like her live. <laughs> um, but I'm just like, you're not that, like, how are you getting these slots? Oh, you and Alicia Keys, yeah, you're a manager. manager. Yeah, that's you know? the issue. So any, anyway, all that to say, like, it was just way too long. And by, by that point, I'm just, I was completely tuned out. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I kind of woke up randomly in the night and looked at the, the Twitter and it's like, Billy Eilish, like, swept the categories. I'm yeah. just like, well, of course. Of course. And went back to sleep. Right. So, uh, yeah. Alright, all right, so uh, I guess I'll go into my, my segment. Because I had... The Billie Eilish question. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> so obviously, his and his my beef, and I think what kind of kills me about the Grammys in general. So she came, swept all those categories. Categories, arguably, I don't know if you agree with me. I feel like Ariana Grande should have won those categories. If you had to pick anybody, as far as pop, as far as being somebody <laughs> pop and hitting these yeah. kind of notes. I felt that that was a stronger record overall. I don't know if you agree with oh, me. I, I was not a huge fan of the Billy Eilish album. Yeah. No. Um, and we had this discussion. So my big thing with Billy Eilish is the fact of where... It's not the fact that she's an industry plant, which she is. But that's a lot of the artists there. You know, Ariana Grande, which you just said just now, industry plant, Disney yeah. fucking factory, you know, Disney, Timberlake. These are all industry plants. 
It's fine. Um, where it kind of gets me, though, is the fact of where I still see the hand of the fucking... Of, of old white men kind of controlling the narrative. Yeah. And so and this is my point where... So I felt like the last time we had a weird kind of upset like this was back in Lauren Hill days. And ironically enough, that was another time where people kind of accusing the Grammys of being out of touch because that was, a you know, music-wise, alternative rock was huge. Hip-hop was fucking in its golden era. And if you looked at the awards, you would not know that, know that at all. So suddenly you have this artist who comes out with this album that's, you know, hip-hop, very hip-hop, but also very R&B, live instrumentation, you know, has a certain politic to it that even though it's pro-black, it's also kind of very, like, respectability politic. And she wins all these awards. And now subsequently, you know, we look at her as being a rebel because of, uh, you know, her not wanting to play the game and all the other eccentric things that happened since. But at that time... If you take a big look at the picture, you have somebody who already had Hollywood career acting, who was already in a multi-million dollar group, came up with a solo album, and suddenly they said, hey, you're it. You're the next person. Yeah. And what was cool about that, or I can't say cool, but what was interesting about that is it was at a time when they were getting pointed out, rightfully so, that they were out of touch. So you had this package that showed that, hey, guys, we're cool. But deeper, you look at it, it's like, but you're still kind of part of the same system. And that's the thing I have with Eilish, is where... I get it. She's not sexualizing herself. You know, there's little trap flourishes on the album. You know, she's fucking talking about these serious fucking issues. But then when you take a couple of steps back, it's like, all right, cool. You know, you're talking about you've got these hip hop beats, but they're not really hip hop beats. No. Going back to the, it's just like you got a couple what? of trap drums here and there, but so does country. I, I don't think it's like trying to be hip-hop beats though but it is because there's a there's a whole trap breakdown the fucking bad guy in the end whereas it's like mm. and and you know how she's kind of dressed where it's kind of like like a soundcloud rapper and it's there's a lot of things there where i feel like you get a lot of the signifiers of where it's supposed to be edgy but it's not like and and that kind of what kind of frustrates me because like and we had we did, i did a deep dive on it today where fucking you know, there was a, a quote where she kind of said that, hey, you know, on the album was a lot of like, you know, there a lot of third parties. There's a lot of written from different perspectives. And she called it lying. But she said lying, not like those rappers who just lie to look dope. Mm. You know, you we had the song where like like Zanny's, where it's from the perspective, because there's a lyric there where I was like, oh, this is pretty offensive, where it's basically, where's this lyric? You know, you know, morning as they come down. Their pretty heads are hurting. They're awfully bad at learning. Make the same mistake, same circumstance. I'm on that second hand smoke, just still drinking a canned Coke. I don't need his hand to heal, to feel. Which, I guess on one hand, it's kind of cool, but it's also a drug addiction. So they kind of wave your hands at these kids as if they're like, oh, they're out there doing drugs, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. It's kind of an archaic way to look at drug addiction. And it's not her fault. She's young. She's fucking, she did it when she was probably 16, yeah. blew up when she's 17, and now she's fucking 18. But you look at it, and for somebody in the music industry, for these old white men who kind of rubber stamp these things, to me, you look at a Billie Eilish, and it's just like, it fits their mold. It's like, she's dressed like a baggy, you know, you know, the Grammys love to over-sexualize or under-sexualize. So she shows up the baggy clothes and yada, yada, yada. For them, it's like, oh, she's not, this is artistic. Yeah. You've got these lyrics that, you know... Are quote unquote, you know, you, you dig a deep deeper, and, and she's not saying anything that fucking, you know, they're they're 
they're pedestrian. And I, and I, I don't want to be a dick like that, but like there isn't any inner pain. It's basically regular heartbreak shit. Like I said, Zanny to me is problematic. That I wish you were gay, also a little problematic. Like you don't want to fuck me, so I wish you were gay. <laughs> it's a lot of weird things there. And again, I'm not calling her out. She's fucking 17. She, her lyrics are gonna be dumb. If you go into my fucking composition notebook when I was 17, Lord knows how it'll be canceled. But it's just interesting to see that this word clone, this word hot topic version of Britney Spears is what we hold up as being edgy. So, look, I'm going to defend Billie Eilish here. Do it. Um, keep, keep for the white girl there, bro. You know, but look, I've been a fan for, for, from early early on, you know. Early, I, early, I, or early, I, early 2018. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, no, you know, like, I, I I hear what you're saying. Like, I, I do think that, you know, at the end of the day, like, she is very pedestrian and not as edgy as I think she even wants to be. Yes. You know, like she thinks she's edgier than she actually is. And, you know, she's suburban edgy, right? Like she's like. <laughs> Shouts to Ava Levine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Skater exactly. boy. You know, OG classic. Um, I I don't think, you know, I like the aesthetic. I like the fact that she is not sexualized. I, I do like the fact that, like, even if it's marketing, which I think a lot of it is, and a lot of, you know, even if it's starting out from a place of, this is how I all, all, like, always dress. Now she has stylists. Now she has, like, streetwear brands sending her shit. So, like, now it's a part of her brand and, her, like, her, like, whatever. So Even though she was looking like, basically, overweight black preacher yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I feel like, again, like, this is, you know, Alice's rise is not like new. We've had Avril Lavigne, like you know. We've also had like Lord, who's a, another like fifteen, sixteen year old, like making these like poignant lyrics and things like that. Um, so you know, it's like it's one of those things. Like it's not, I guess, new per se. But I also, I I've always felt like she's kind of twenty nineteen in this weird way, where it's just like she is kind of like the suburban kid listening to the trap music. You know, surrounded around around a bunch of people popping pills, and you know, like like you know, she was this weird combination of like like just plain white girl and hip hop and like all these other things and SoundCloud rap and whatnot. So like I've always like said like she's you know I've always supported Billy Eilish and like I didn't really enjoy the her like quote unquote debut album as much as her EP. I think she took a little bit more risks with 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 her EP. Um, I love the like the photo shoot of her EP, which is just like doing some weird shit on, on the cover. Whereas like her album is way more in that Lena Del Rey kind of like you know like it 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 looked at that Lena Del Rey template and kind of said okay cool I'm gonna do this but I'm gonna like make it quote unquote cooler. Yeah, it's a lot of classic. I won't say R and B, but you know a classic like let's say up tempo ballads. But for a couple of beats here and there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but having that, all that said, and I said this to you before the podcast, now that she has swept the, the top four categories and now it's become the poster child of the lack of diversity in the Grammys, um, which I knew she was probably going to get like most of those categories. I thought she was going to split one with Lizzo. I thought they were going to give Lizzo like record of the year because I thought True First was like a better record, a better pop record, a better like radio record than than Bad Guy. But uh 
of like you know like now that she's a poster child of the lack of diversity and like the the you know the the whiteness of the grammys like you know she's collateral damage and i think now it's just kind of it's going to be interesting to see number one where she goes if she's going to continue this aesthetic you know is <laughs> is she going to be like every other pop star and like you know make a christina aguilera dirty album <laughs> <laughs> You know, when she turns 20 or some shit like that, you know. Um, but also, too, like, oh, now she's... Post Malone country. Yeah. Uh, which I, I wouldn't be mad at, you know. But it's just like, now she has a target on her back. And it's going to be very interesting to see how she handles, like, Black Twitter coming at her. Um, you know, because, like, she's, like... Like, she might say some shit. Because she is a privileged white woman in America. And it's going to come off like messed up. <laughs> and then she might double down. Ooh. And it's going to just be this whole thing. I'm looking um, forward to it. You know, so hopefully, like, her people know, like, have, like there should be classes on this shit now. If you're a social media manager, know, like, what to do in these situations. Don't get ratioed out there, bro. <laughs> get shot in these streets. Um, but, you know, I do have to say, too, like, she, she was like, Ariana should have like won the award. She's like Ariana should have won it, and she should have won all those awards. I, like, hate, I hate to be that guy, but I mean, a, as far as what, and that's probably the most surprising thing there for me was the fact of again. I feel like I'm fanboying over Ariana because I'm not, but uh, going back to Rosalia, another person who you know, the, the, the modern Puerto Rican <laughs> Ariana Grande, <laughs> who somehow was Lily White in her Disney years. But it's the idea of where you have a record, which here I'm, I'll make this argument. Thank You Next was much more subversive as far as basically a woman owning her sexuality, owning being kind of a bitch. You know, the way the way that the way that Billy Alice's record thought it was coming off of is I feel like Ariana Gani was a much more fully re- realized version of that. I make an idea of where it was much you more expert. Here, uh, continue. Yeah, I'm, continue. I'm going to my rants. I, 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 I will not step away from this barbershop. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, side note, Shoot. it's two black men in Brooklyn Arguing over okay. two white girls. <laughs> Which is, for 2020 Brooklyn, oddly on brand. <sighs> oh, Continue. Yeah, but, uh, damn it. That hurts. But no, it's, it's not, for me, it's a thing of where, like, and, and it could be my own, not necessarily bias, but I've seen these award shows. You've got somebody who, let's start, let's, from the jump. Ariana Grande could actually fucking sing. Oh yeah, no, but I I only expect Billy Eilish to be a singer. True, and you have somebody who who could sing, who who basically is like the last female white pop star standing, even though she doesn't claim to be white. But uh, you know, you've you've got a lot of things there which I felt like you know would have been a great person to kind of say, hey, this is a way for us to correct the fact of where we've ignored females, like the way Taylor Swift had that moment years ago. That was another correction. Like, this is a point of where, hey, you're, as far as how we define quote-unquote arti- artistic, you've, you're, your instrument, your voice, you've mastered. You know, you do a lot of things where you do play with genre, of, and you do hang out with the black people of the hip-hops. You do a lot of the R&B stuff, but we could always clack, count on you to do a jazz dinner if we had to in fucking a couple of years. So, like, it's, she was a perfect choice. And it was weird to kind her kind, kind of see her not get the accolades, for like I said, to me, a clearly superior record. Like, yeah, no. like like Billie Eilish's record is not good. And and what's weird about that in my last little part of my rants, 
I was kind of digging around today and like you know reading all the fucking. There's a weird revisionistic history happening where. Like all those top ten lists didn't have fucking that shit listed at all for the most part. Yeah. But everybody's talking about like it was this transgressive work of art, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, you guys did not talk about this shit at all. Outside of the fact of where this girl's a really big pop star, and so now everybody's like, oh, she's done yada yada yada, unique mix of SoundCloud rap, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I mean definitely, and I, and I feel again like like now Billie Eilish is 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 this weird pop star, and I I do want to say too that. You know, I think the Grammys were very strategic with this because they like Ariana is the last, and we've talked about this, the last of the big tent pop stars, like the big like you know, Katy like, Perry, Katy Perry's, Taylor Swift's, even Beyonce, like the last of that like era of pop star, and Billie Eilish is the new generation of pop star. Like, like it's you know. I wouldn't even say like narrow because now like Billie Eilish is, is pop, like, you know, whatever, but you know, not trying to cater to like a specific, like a general audience, you know, maybe it, it starts off like super narrow, super, super focused. Maybe it's crosses like different genres. Like there's like Billie Eilish, Eilish is a new pop. It's a new pop. And I think the Grammys are like, Oh shit, we got to get on this train. Oh, but we also too like we gotta make sure it's a white girl because like that's where all the, the quote unquote money <laughs> is. That's what they think, you know. Um, and that's where all the songwriting is. Don't even get me started about like a conversation I had with a Grammy voter about like how rap is not songwriting and real music. Um, <laughs> but you know, like like they're hitching that that they're they're you know to that star. Um, and I feel like Billie Eilish is probably the archetype of the new, like, white. When I say pop music, again, I'm talking about white <laughs> female music. She's the new archetype, you know? And I, I feel like, I, you know, it's a very strategic decision. Um, I, you know, again, the Billie Eilish album, I didn't really quite enjoy. I think her EP was really dope. Um, Ariana album I thought was cool, but like it's just not my my not my, my cup of tea. Unfortunately, like I'm not in the target demographic, unlike you, Reggie. Uh, I love it. I'm here. <laughs> That's why I'm here. You know, like, even the Lizzo album was like, you know, I I thought she had like outside of her not winning record of the year, which I thought like like again she should have won by a mile. Um, I feel like you know she like. Like album of the year, no, like maybe best new artist because I think she has a really amazing and compelling story. Which, I'm, but again, I'm not surprised. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of a toss up. And when you look at it that way, I'm not surprised that Billy like did what she did. Um, and again, with all the corruption and and you know in the Grammys, again, like like it's it's a very strategic move. The story got told. Um, supposed to get told. And it it it, it again it, it's going like she now is in a different league. She probably doesn't even know it, but like shit, shit's done changed. Yeah, no, I mean, I I see your point. It's it's the idea where Ariana Grande is somebody where it's it's now, wow. At least I'm thinking pushing pushing ten years figure. Yeah. At least over where. So I, I get the idea where you know the idea if if you want to get on the youth market, if you want to get on the idea of where you're in touch, Billy Eilish is the easy answer. But like I said, it's, to me is it's and again maybe it goes to the idea of where we're, we're both creatives, where it's the idea of where. This is a better creative piece of work. Like, you know, how 
how can you kind of ignore it? But like I said, it's, it's maybe at Fofodoki Doke, where I still expect the award show to be. Yeah, yeah I was like, based like, on, <laughs> based on merits. How many times have a Korean piece of work been snubbed at the Grammys? Yeah, no, exactly. It's a, come on, Radiohead. I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, all right. so, so the, I guess that ends this episode of Two Dope Queens. <laughs> We have two people of color fawning over people of non-color, you know? It's, it's a new world. It's a new world. You know, shouts to me, you know, Ariana Grande, you know, I'm, I'm here, not single, and I wouldn't date you, but at least, you know, throw me some dollars. I'll show you around on some driving mistakes and shit, because I have no morals whatsoever. Thank you. <laughs> Or Billy after that rant. You Whatever know, it is. I, I was going to say, like, B- Billy, Billy going to get all uh, that money. Billy money? Oh, I, I'll help you out, boo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I used to know, I, I know all the all the hot, you know, I used to go to fucking Slipknot shows and shit. I, I know all, you want to get your little pop punk on? I got you, boo. Whatever we need to do to secure the bag yeah, in 2020. Absolutely. It's, 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 look, it's, yo, Kobe is dead and Trump is president. Life is not guaranteed. Man, secure the fucking bag. Coronavirus is happening. going to be zombies soon yeah. and shit. So fuck it. Secure the bag. So yeah, so. <laughs> Whatever you need to do. So th- strike everything we've been talking about for the last 45 minutes. Any of y'all need any help? <laughs> Our emails in the bio. We will help y'all out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For a small consulting fee. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but on that note, folks, it was good talking to you. You know what I'm saying? We watched the Grammys, so you, you didn't have to watch it. But uh, and I guess we'll be doing it again next year. Dude, reach out to us. If you don't want us to watch it, please let or, us know. Or probably the opposite. They're like, oh, we're just watching these motherfuckers. They're I know. Every that's year. What, that's what it is. Every year, let's watch this shit. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, we love y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.